0: Home Rants Podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed, for those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rans podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood, all American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This is Mike Bono. As always, I got a great guest for you today, Nick Tomba. He is a teacher at Willoughby. He also coaches. He's a defensive coordinator at Willoughby South in Ohio, also has a catering business and makes his own dry rub, too, as well. Nick, super excited to talk
1: to you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Mike, uh, happy to be here. Honored. I think it's uh, really, 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 really cool to meet some people like yourself and your friend Johnny Falcone, who kind of hooked us up. Uh, our backgrounds are in football, and our heritage in the Italian families. So Absolutely. Johnny and you and like that. So it's cool.
0: Absolutely. As me and Fitty say, we're always good to talk to a fellow paisan. So, you know, it's it's always good to talk to you. So first and foremost, how did you get into teaching? What made you want to get into teaching? And, you know, give us a little bit of background on that. Um, I, as a
1: high school student, obviously, I had dreams of playing in the National Football League, but my Italian background, my stature, and my height—I I stopped growing at a, at a very large, five foot nine and a half, maybe five <laughs> ten on a good day. Um, I was pretty, you know, wasn't great, but I was a good high school football player. Um, I played Division Three football at John Carroll. I never saw myself working at a nine-to-five job, wearing a suit and a tie. So I always loved, loved football, baseball, basketball. Um, And my, my, my teachers and my coaches growing up kind of kept me on the right track. Um, And I knew if I didn't have the coaches that I had, that I probably wouldn't have done. Um, Not, not saying I was a great student. I was average, but they definitely kept me on track and I was grateful for it. So I thought, Hey, if I could teach and coach and get paid for it and live a nice, clean, happy life, then this doesn't sound too bad. So I went to John Carroll. I played four years of football there. I was an outside line backer. Um, and I graduated with my middle school degree to teach language arts and history. Um, and then I went back to Notre Dame college where I think Johnny is actually working now. Um, I got my master's as an intervention specialist in special ed. So that was how I got into teaching and coaching. Um, I started out at my alma mater at East Lake North. Um, I student taught there and then I coached there for probably like a good five to seven years. Um, Then I coached at Beachwood high school, a suburb suburb outside of Cleveland. Then I coached at, Orange and then Matt Duffy at Will at Will at, Will, at Willoughby South called me and um, heard about me and said he heard some good things and knew that I was teaching in his school system. So he called and I think it was 2015. He brought me onto their staff. So that was kind of how I got to format in that field.
0: Well, that's awesome. As somebody who you know, I played high school football myself, just like you. I was average i wasn't gonna blow the brakes off of anybody but i was really doing it to stay in shape for swimming i i was better at swimming than i was at uh football um probably should have just stuck with swimming uh had some injuries that kept me from swimming a couple times so uh that 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 sucks but um i get it with the italian culture but you know you stopped growing at a five foot nine. I, I'm an anomaly for an Italian. I'm six foot five. Oh, <laughs> so I don't know oh. where I came from. <laughs> um, in
1: the or
0: or how I got to be so tall. My dad used to always introduce me as yeah, the tallest Italian in all of Fallens Bay, where I grew up. So um, it's. It's funny. I'm the youngest in my family, but I am the tallest. In my family, nobody exceeds oh, that 5 foot 9 stature, and then there's really? just me. Oh I'm I'm the giant of the family, which always gets a laugh because my parents built a house for small people. Uh mm-hmm. so getting around was a lot of ducking and a lot of making sure the fan wasn't on so I didn't get hit by the <laughs> fan walking through the house. So I definitely get that. So, um, like you, I had dreams of the NFL. Uh, Realized quickly that wasn't going to happen. Uh, But what led you to, I mean, obviously, you know, you had a passion for football and wanted to get paid for it. What, if you had to pick, would be your favorite position that you've ever played and then your favorite position to coach?
1: Um. My favorite position to play was when I was our middle school quarterback. You know, yeah. everyone <laughs> wants to have the football; they want to have the power. Um, and playing quarterback was fun. And we we I I was our starting eighth grade quarterback, and we ran a play called box right bootleg right, and it was a rollout pass. But my offensive. Line knew that usually I was gonna pump fake, tuck it, and run. And they're like, they're like, Tom, but are you really throwing it, or should we just like run? Should like we just block because we all know that you're not throwing the ball and you just want to keep it and tuck and run. And I'd always go box right, bootleg right, a backside post, but I might tuck and run. <laughs> Giving him a little heads up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, so definitely playing that, that was fun. Um, and then throughout high school, uh, I was a better defensive player. I had a very talented running back and middle linebacker that played with me as well. Uh, his name was Brett Sykes. He got a Division One scholarship to Ohio University, So we handed it off to him more and I would block for him more. And then on defense, both me and him played like side played side by side at middle linebacker. So playing def, playing, it was the quarterback spot and then high school and college when I moved on to the defensive side of the football um, and then coaching. I definitely love being the defensive coordinator. Um, I love coaching the line. I, I love coaching the linebackers. Um, they are at the spot where they have to play the run and they got to play the pass. So they're the guy that's kind of said that you have to be big enough, fast enough, strong enough, smart enough to play both. So that I have a lot of fun with. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's
0: weird because I always thought I was a better offensive player. I played receiver. And I started at free safety and they moved me to defensive end, which is a huge jump. I mean, mm-hmm. at high school, I graduated high school at a whopping 155 pounds. So I wasn't the biggest guy in the world. And yeah, so they were like, all right, here's the deal. We're going to put you in on defense on known passing plays on third down we just need somebody that's quick enough to get off the edge past these 300 and 400 pound linemen that are you know the, the corn fed in West Virginia where i grew up that's we just need somebody that's fast enough to get around them and i was like hey if i could see the field i'm not going to turn down anything but i remember talking about that i always you say quarterback was uh Your favorite, I wanted to be a quarterback, but I knew it was never going to happen. So I moved to to receiver. But in our one and only playoff game my senior year of high school, they knew I wanted to be a quarterback because every every day scout team was like, I got the quarterback, and I always played quarterback on scout team. I never fails. I always – that was what I did. So they knew I could throw the ball. So they're like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to run a reverse to you. You're gonna stop. Our quarterback's gonna roll out and streak down the field. I just want you to launch it as hard as you can and as far as you can down the field. At this point, it was the fourth quarter. We were losing fifty-six to nothing. Like we were just getting the break speed off of us. And we're like, it's his senior year. Let him throw one. So I threw it and it ended up being a seventy-five yard touchdown pass. So no way. i I always tell people, like, I have the best quarterback stats known to man. I'm one for one, 75 yards with a touchdown. So I have a perfect completion percentage. You know, my touchdown to interception ratio, I'm perfect. Like, it's just, I always make that joke. And people always like, yeah, you have one pass. I'm like, hey, but it was a touchdown. That's my one shining moment at high school football on the offensive side of the ball was I got the throw pass. And our quarterback just happened to break it for a 75-yard touchdown <laughs> after that, but it was by far the, the the best experience was playing high school sports. Do you think playing football and playing sports growing up helps you as uh, teaching today or just in professional life in general? Yeah,
1: um, 100% it has helped me. Um, definitely in teaching because I – coach high school football, but I teach middle school. So for years, I taught uh, as an intervention specialist um, with severe behavioral students at an alternative classroom setting, kind of like in a special ed setting. For um, And I did that for my first two years. And then I moved on to a middle school English teacher. Um, and I remember how goofy and silly and misbehaving that me and my friends were when we were 11, 12 and 13. So when I started teaching, um, you know, some of the other teachers that I went into the building were like telling me the names of all the kids to like watch out for and this kid's trouble or, you know, you got to keep your eye on him or he's got no respect or, you know, this and that. And then some of the games that the kids will try to play or, they'll try to lie and cheat just like kids like do. So I, I always take it with a grain of salt. I kind of have to like step back and go, well, this kid's, you know, goofing around or he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing. But I'm like, when I was 12 and 13, me and my friends are doing the same (laughs) damn thing. So you can't flip out. You can't, you know, like, like you have to, Okay. Yeah. So um, definitely learned a lot about teaching and can reflect back to when I was a kid. Um, I teach middle school and then I coach high school football. So the same kids that I teach, I get to see them grow up from the ages of 12 to 13 to when they're then 15. And then when they graduate, when they're eight, when they're 17 and 18. Um, So definitely reflecting back on my years when me and my friends were kids and um, the kids in my classroom might be goofing around or they might be doing something dumb that a kid that's 12 or 13 does but then I just kind of will laugh and say well I remember when me and my friend Kevin or me and my friend Brad or me and my friend Bill or whoever and I'm like we were doing the same thing so I'm like I can't really get mad at them but you know I can talk with them and try to Work it out, but yeah. First, sh- for sure, re- re- reflecting back on your days as a student and then as a player, um, for sure helps you out when you have to actually teach them and then coach them on the football field. We'll be back after a quick break. Big
0: media again what if I eat a little cheese every day? Just keep it. It's under. like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same with cats. Up like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two, you're gonna
1: say if I eat a cat a little bit every day, <laughs> starting at the tail, i just eat a little bit,
0: I'd be fine. But if I didn't eat a cat for three months, I and, would totally start at the face. Why would yeah. you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, "Eat this cat," I'm trying to think of we're an acceptable talking talking about scenario. A feline. Right? Oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe. It could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely agree. It especially probably helps getting to see them from basically eighth grade all the way through their senior year. Definitely gives you a leg up with them, I'm sure. Um, But, so, that being said... How is Willoughby South looking this year for the football team? What are you guys expecting? Um, I know right now we're recording and it's July 26th, but this isn't going to air till about mid-August. So um, how's the team looking right now uh, mid-July?
1: <clears throat> um, the team is looking extremely well. The state of Ohio has allowed us to wear helmets um, throughout the summer. So we can practice more than we ever have been able to um, preseason-wise. So that has helped us out a lot. Um, Our team that we have, we have a lot of returning starters. Um, We have a linebacker and running back that is by the name of Ira Sampson, who um, has many big-time Division I scholarship offers to play linebacker and to play running running back as well. Um, his two probably biggest offers are Iowa State and Cincinnati. So we expect a lot from him. Uh, we got our quarterback back. He started as a sophomore. His name is Colin Quinlan. He's He is going to be a junior. And then we have another running back who's going to be a junior that um, him and our other starter that I said that's going to be a senior that has all the different colleges Looking at him, both of them rushed for about a thousand yards each last season. So we expect to have a, a pretty good offensive running game. Um, and defensively, what what I coach, um, I think I have nine of my eleven starters back, and then I have about thirteen kids who either started or definitely played a lot of varsity football on Friday night so um, our expectations are high Um, we think that we can make a little run into the OHSAA state playoffs and hopefully that's what happens when we get there our our, our first uh, game is August 20th against Notre Dame Cathedral Latin so um, that is week one we are on the road then we go to Maple Heights, and then Twinsburg comes to Willoughby South, I believe, for our first home game.
0: So you're not looking to the home opener till the third week of the season. That's always – I
1: think I, – I, I think – I think we might be home week two. It's either week two or week three is our first home game. Um, and then – so, yeah, um, but that's what um, – this – Summer, we took advantage of doing some seven on sevens to get our guys used to going on the road and traveling on a like bus and getting off of like the bus, stretching, warming up, and going out there getting ready to compete.
0: Yeah, I know how important that is. We had one big travel game uh, for us, and it was to Martinsburg, West Virginia. Now, I was up in the northern panhandle, so we had to go to the eastern panel. We actually had to go the night before because it was about a five, six-hour bus ride for us to get there. Stay the night in a hotel and then get up early with the team and kind of try to get ourselves back into a mindset after getting on a bus, which most of us, myself being included, like, all right, I'm on the bus, getting myself ready for game. But now it's like, oh, no, I just got a bus ride to a hotel. Like, this is... <laughs> It was, it was a changing experience saying like, all right, well now we're going to be overnight. Now we got to get up and start our routine all over again. So that I think being able to do that in the summertime to help them. If you have any big travel days now, I know it's Friday night, probably not going to be staying over anywhere, but still, you know, just those, those travel games and getting yourself ready is definitely super important to me. I know. When I played, I'm sure it is for these kids now, especially the ones that have the the D1 scholarship offers and all that already. That's huge. That's that's great to hear. Uh, I'm going to be trying to keep up with as much as I can for you guys here to see see how Willoughby South does. I'm, I'm sure Fitty's going to be all over it. I'll have to ask him to keep me in touch. Maybe try to see a game or two here or there if I can if I'm up in the area for a show or something. But absolutely. One, Where do you live? I live in Zanesville, Ohio. Zanesville, okay. Yeah, so I'm kind of midway through the states and a little bit more further south than I, I'd like to be, but it mm-hmm. is what it is. But one thing that really excited me with talking to you is you make your own dry rub. Let's this, this transition sure. right into that. I'm, I'm, I'm a fatty at heart, so I, I like my food, I like my grill, and I like my dry rub, so what do you got going on with that and tell everyone where they can find us at.
1: Okay. So, um, you can find my dry rub at tomba's It's spelled T O M B A. It's my last name. So tomba's with a S and then K I T C H E com. tomba's kitchen.com. Um, I sell it online. I have a site. Um, it originally started, um, when I am 36 now, I think I bought my first home when I was in my, like mid to late 20s. I think I was like 26 or 27. So, of course, I had to furnish my home and get all my things. But one of the first things that I bought was a grill and a smoker. So I started grilling. I started smoking. I just loved having a house with a patio, with a driveway, and able to just Hang out and do the the old guy thing, kick it back, have a you know beer or two, and grill and smoke a little bit of meat. So I started going to different stores to get dry rub, and then um, I was purchasing it, and I was realizing that the like seasonings were kind of costing me a lot. And I was mm-hmm. having parties, I was cooking. For different friends. Uh, I would bring food to different family parties. I come from a very, very big uh, Italian, Slovenian, and Croatian family. My mom is Slovenian and Croatian. She comes from a family of 11. My dad has, I think, 13 cousins, and they all live around here, around me in Cleveland, Ohio. So um, I was making food, cooking, and stuff like that. And then I was buying the seasonings and I was like, this is starting to cost me more than what I wanted to. So I just started to like research what, research what was in the dry rubs that I bought. And I'm like, these are pretty much spices. It's like sugar, it's brown, it's, it's brown sugar, it's spices. So I started for years to just dabble and I made my own and then I tailored it. And then to my brother, to my brother-in-law, uncles, family, and friends, um, I was bottling it just in like an old bottle that I would clean out. And I would put a piece of paper and I would put tape on it. And I would always write something to do with Coach's dry rub or Coach Tomba's dry rub. And I just wrote with a pen, with a marker, with a crayon, whatever (laughs) I had. And I would just give it to friends and family for Christmas gifts. Father's uh, like day birthdays and stuff like that. And then for like years and years, people were telling me, dude, this is like amazing. You should bottle it. And sell it. And I said, well, I'm a high school football coach teacher. <laughs> I don't know how to bottle and produce and label it. I'm like, just take it as like a gift. And when you run out, call me and I'll just hand you more of it or fill up your like bottle that I gave you or Whatever. So, um, and then during COVID, um, I was teaching from home. I just finished grad school, like I said, at Notre Dame College. And um, I was kind of bored and Father's Day was coming up. And for the past couple of years, I was giving my brother and my dad and my uncles and my godfather a bottle. So I just looked up like labels.com and I made a simple label that just said coaches dry rub and then I printed like I think six or 12 of them and I was going to pass them out to my brother dad uncles and then said hey when you are finished just call me and I'll fill it up again but just save it because it's like a nice like bottle it's got a nice little label on it um so then I I think I posted it to my Facebook page and in and I instagram page and then another colleague that i teach with um dm'd me and asked if he could buy one of them i'm like yeah sure give me five like bucks and i'll drop it off at your house you know because he was close by so then through social media people started to contact me because they saw that i had the labeled bottle posted it um so i sold like 12 of them then i'm like well maybe I'll buy 24 now. So then I bought 24 and then those sold out pretty quick. And then I, I, I just kept going up and up and up, buying more and more labels and more and more bottles. Um, so then I went to um, some local mom and pop shops around Willoughby, Willowick and Eastlake um, and they started to carry it. And um, now it's carried at a, at, at a Leshy's of Shoregate, at Sweetberry, um, at a place called Barb and Patty's Butcher, Butcher Palace, um, Steubenville, Ohio. One of my friends that I went to John Carroll with, his mom owns a convenient. And through my website, he bought a bottle and he had his mom and his dad over to eat. And he cooked shrimp with it and he didn't really like tell him hey this is with my friend's dry rub he just made it and served it and then his <clears throat> mom like Steve what what is on this shrimp that you cook he's like oh it's my like friend Tamba from Carol remember him she's like yeah and then he's like well he just started like this little thing where he sells his dry rub and she's like really she's like well can can like we somehow get it here so I can sell it at her store so um, I drove down to Steubenville Um, I dropped off 24 24 bottles for her it sold out in less than a month and then she's been calling me and now I ship it to her and she sells about 12 to 24 every single month so um, it's spread out there's a couple of places in Cleveland um there's a guy that I coach there's a guy I coach with at Willoughby South owns Stockyard Meats in Gordon Square which is on the west side of Cleveland so they also have it um and then there's um different things that I will go to I this past weekend I went to the downtown Willoughby outdoor market um and had a a tent and. On Saturday from eight to noon, I think I sold thirty-two bottles. Um, so you can for sure find it if you're not if um, you are not close in the northeast Ohio part of part of town. The easiest way to get it is at Tomba'sKitchen.com. So what store in Steubenville sells it?
0: I I used to live in Steubenville and I grew up literally right across the river from Steubenville. So I know Steubenville like the back of my hand. What what store in Steubenville so, there
1: is a a convenient store to be honest with you it is the convenient of Steubenville and okay. my buddy's mom bought it and fixed it up a lot she him so it's my college roommate and his mother bought it and they fixed and they fixed it up and they owned the convenient gas station as well and they turned it into like a really nice, clean, convenient, and they serve a lot of prepared foods. Um, it's probably like a mile down the road from Federico's, which okay. I'm sure yeah. doing, you know that. That, that. that is the store that my roommate, when we were in college, would talk about a lot. And he would bring up their food and... Federico's is a place that he wouldn't talk about a lot, but um, it is at the Steubenville Convenient Mart. So okay. Yeah, that, that? It, it just kind of threw me
0: for a loop, and a lot of people that I have on here say Steubenville, Ohio. Uh, so they <laughs> <it's, laughs> yeah. it, it just caught me off guard a little bit there. So um, one okay. thing, um, I normally don't like the mention this to a lot of people it's a new segment me and old johnny falcone have come up with this is the fast fitty five it is five questions written by fitty and it's kind of like a rapid fire type thing so let's see what he's got for us today all right question number one favorite sport besides football
1: favorite sport besides football is baseball
0: Baseball. All right. Who's your favorite baseball team? This one's coming for me. This isn't one of the questions. This is just curiosity for
1: me. Uh, is the Cleveland Indians soon to be known as the Cleveland Guardians? I don't think
0: I'll ever call them the Guardians. That's just <laughs>
1: out of the way they're
0: always going to be the Indians to me. But anyways, yeah. uh, question we'll number up. two. Favorite place to eat in Willoughby? Favorite place to eat in Willoughby would be the Wild Goose. Okay. Okay. Uh, who's the better quarterback John Elway or Big Ben Elway for sure yeah that was kind of an easy one I think he just threw you a little change up down the middle of the plate <laughs> there for that one like yeah. I saw that I was like I don't know anyone's gonna pick Big Ben over Elway but
1: anyways uh, question number four best place for wings best place for wings is Croggy Boglands in Willoughby Ohio
0: Okay. Okay. And this one, I'm definitely going to need an explanation after it. This is the last question. Best golf course you've ever played on? Uh, the best one.
1: Right now, my favorite one to go to, the best one ever, I would say Little Mountain in Ohio. I think it's in Concord, Little in Township called the little mountain
0: when you play it a
1: lot or now yeah um it, me my dad and my brother it's a semi-private club and i think a couple of years ago um they had a pretty good deal where i think it was like you can become a member for a two-year period for a pretty good price it was like 250 bucks and then you can golf as much as you want for like 20 for that you know two or three year time period. So that one is my favorite. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are running down near the end of the episode here.
0: Uh, so anybody who is thinking about football in the Willoughby area, uh, plays defense, will say that too as well. Uh, definitely needs to look my man, Nick Tomba up here. Uh, get out of Willoughby South. Also, if you're looking for food and some good dry rub, give me a one-minute pitch uh, for your dry rub, and then we'll do a little bit of quick promos for myself here, and then we'll wrap it up. So one minute for the coach's
1: dry rub. Okay, so for the coach's dry rub, you can check it out at tombaskitchen.com. It is a all-American rub, is what I call it, because it is good on— Whatever you put it on, vegetables, it's good on beef, it's good on pork, it's good on chicken, it's good on salmon, fish, walleye that me and my friends fish for in Lake Erie. Um, And we smoke with it, we can bake with it, you can fry it, um, you can grill it. Um, It is not very spicy, but on my website, I have... Um, about five different flavors, but all of them are based on the uh, original, which is the all-American rub. And um, I have a honey, I have a hot, I have a steak rub, I have a coffee rub, and I have an Irish rub that I put on my corned beef. Um, and then I have the all uh, I have the all-American uh, rub which is 100% good on whatever you put it on, uh, anything from, beef, from pork, beef, bacon, uh, chicken, vegetables, fish, stir-fries. So check it out and support a local football coach and have fun <laughs> with it on that grill or that smoker or that pan or that oven.
0: I, I got to say that was probably the best pitch, but... When you said you had an Irish rub, my wife was walking through the room and she's full Irish. (laughs) And I don't know if it caught it on camera now, but as soon as you said you have an Irish rub, she went, Ooh. Like it just perked her up a little bit because she likes anything Irish. And I I was trying so hard not to laugh through it, but that is awesome. I will definitely be checking it out. My wife's on board. There we go. We're probably probably going to have an order here soon. She just heard where to find it, so you're probably going to be having one from Zanesville, Ohio, here very soon. Um, But a couple quick promos and we'll end the show. Anybody who is going to be in the Akron area on August the 19th, I will be performing at the Bar... Barmacy Bar and Grill. It is a roast show. This is going to be the first roast show I've done as a comic. I'm super pumped for it. Show starts at eight p.m. I don't believe there's a cover uh, for that yet. And also, if you're in the Latonia, Ohio area, that's right, my favorite place to re- to perform. August twenty first, I am back at the Tipsy Cow in Latonia, Ohio. Show starts at nine. That is a Thursday for Akron and a Saturday for the Tipsy Cow. I'm so pumped. My month of August is filling up quickly with dates. So if anybody needs a comedian, I'm, I'm for hire. I have my uh, availability date on my website, MikeBonoComedy.com. You could find it there. But please, if you're in those areas on those dates or not, Take the road trip. It's going to be a fun show. I know all the comics that are going to be on the slate. They're all super funny. Uh, Come out, support some live comedy, and we will thoroughly thank you, and hopefully you don't heckle because then we'll have to make fun of you during the show, and we don't really want to do that, but we will. Uh, Let's just put it that way, (laughs) but that's going to do it for today's show. Nick Tomba everybody look him up tombaskitchen.com get you some dry rub Uh, Nick thanks for being on the show my man
1: thank you it was a fun time and my pleasure hope hope all is well and if you ever need anything reach out to me
0: will do for sure so that's gonna do it everybody and as always if you like the show be a friend tell a friend if you don't tell them anyways because I'm sure they might like it just because you don't That's going to do it. And I will see y'all next week. The Ride Home Rants Podcast is brought to you by W Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also... No jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shank It Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par, but... This is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.